Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Ignite Grand Rapids. This podcast is brought to you by Ignite Fellowship Church. Join us for service at 10 a.m. at 960 Alpine Avenue Northwest in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, we're back. Jared Pittman here on Ignite Radio. Thanks for hanging out, hanging out with us live on Sunday afternoon. And um, I'm telling you, we have a really good guest here, folks. You don't want to miss this part of the show at all. And who is our guest for today? We Keisha. have, we have actually, I, I call him one, but um, we have none other than Bobby Bendito Barrera here who is now uh, traveling all over the country as God is leading him. And, and we're talking off air about how, you know, your faith is tested. Do you really trust God in these times, especially during this whole year of 2020? And God has just blessed my brother and sister. And of course I have to include his wife Sherry because yeah, you know yeah, absolutely. Hey. And without him there's no there's no Bobby without exactly. Sherry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. Love it. Absolutely. Bobby, it's good to have you on the show, man. Yeah, man. I'm honored. Oh, you gotta get closer to that mic, man. Bring it in closer to you. It is. It is really good to have you. I mean, I, we we we're, we're even going to play a new song that you uh, have out right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This song, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's featuring my daughter. Now, Keisha was just saying some things. <laughs> I mean, like really revving you up here. How God has been really blessing you during the COVID nineteen season. You want to talk about that a little bit? Break that down. Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of people need to hear a little bit of word of hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in the Bible it says, um, after you have suffered a while, I will restore you and, and support you, strengthen you, set you on a firm foundation. Um, so I know that there's been a lot of suffering this year, but we've had we've had suffering in our own family as well over the yeah. last few years. But this year, man, has just been amazing. I know it's been tough, but there's been some things going on in our lives, you know, that, that are, it's only God, you know what I mean? It's, it's His word, His promises, things that He spoke beforehand are... I come in the past, you know what I mean? And man, it's been a blessing this year, man. Not only with the music ministry that he's blessed me with, but just within our own family, you know, and man, I just... Let's talk about that a little bit because (laughs) I'm, I'm a big proponent of building up our children and, you know, train up a child in the way he should go when he's old, he won't depart from it. Um, but you you have somewhat of a testimony, and you and your wife were both sharing how you know you weren't able to accomplish some things that your daughter, one yes. of your daughters, is accomplishing. So let's just talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So um, my daughter Mariah, you know, she's uh, she's 18. She graduated this year. You know, she missed out on the, the you know commencements and walking the stage yeah. and everything we've looked forward to for years. She's been a high yeah, 4.0 student since middle school, all through wow. high school. Yeah. But she got accepted to Columbia University in New York, full scholarship. Like we don't have to pay a dime. Come on. So Columbia Come on. is is it a, is it Ivy League? Yes. It's Ivy League, yes. yeah. Shut up. Yeah, okay, Ivy okay. Yeah, it's like the top Third, I yeah. think the, the top three. It's in it. Well, it's it's in there with Princeton and Yale and Harvard and yeah, wow. it's in there. It's in there. Yeah. So she's yeah, she's man. That's a huge blessing, especially for our family. I mean, you know, me and my wife, we didn't we didn't go too far in school. You know yeah. what I mean? So to be seeing these things happen in our life right now and, and our kids be able to experience different things that we never have, it's it's all God. Yeah. Mm. All God. What does that do for you? I mean, you you see your daughter accomplishing these things. What impact does it have on you? Because seeing your children succeed in areas, what? How does that spill over into 
some of even what you're doing. Yeah. Um, well, see, my daughter, she's an extremely hard worker with extremely hard working habits, right? And, that, and as a lot of these things were happening for her, I heard God tell me, well, she's putting in the work. Mm. So everyone else in the household, and not only our host, household, this goes to everyone else too, but God said, give me something to bless. Give me wow. something. He told me clearly, he said, you see everything that Mariah is doing and she's elevating, but this girl is like, she's at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's not a procrastinator. She gets to it. And and, and God just told me that one night. I heard it in my spirit, just like, Look, whatever you do at this time, I'm going to bless it. I'm going to elevate it. And man, this it's, it's been happening. It really has been happening. <laughs> I listen. She's got commitment like her mother. And work ethics like her father. I was going to say, hey, so where did she get those uh, qualities from? She's got the qualities right there from hey. both mom and dad. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. That's good. Mo, keep on talking, man. I'm, I'm just here. I'm well, enjoying but, this. But I know we're going to be taking a break shortly, but you talked a little bit about you know some of her accomplishments. And you two worked on something together, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to hear that later. We're gonna hear that later. I'm excited about that. Well, I'm telling you, this is really a this is really good to have you on the show today, bro. It really is. Amen. And um, last time they were on the show, folks, they both shared their stories. They really shared their yeah. journey as husband and wife, and how God really restored and and brought their marriage right where it is today. Amen. And uh, that was a blessing, and I know many many people were blessed by that. But when we get back, we're gonna hear more from my brother Bobby. This is J.R. Pippen on Ignite Radio on 102.5 FM. The Rye. All right, we're back. This is J.R. Pittman. I don't know why he had you talking during the music. Oh, my God. Chad, Chad was just putting you out there, girl. Dude, you there. I, I told you guys the mics it were was on. I said. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to say let's keep on moving <laughs> forward. Uh, we have our guest in the house. This is J.R. Pittman <laughs> for the night radio live on Sunday afternoon. We're live, for real. It's good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> just nothing but good stuff happening here, always. Absolutely. We're just one big happy uh, crew. It's all good. Um, <laughs> who's our guest, Keisha? We, we have no All right, thank you very much. Anyway. Bobby, and see, what happens is when he starts to drink coffee. No, no, I haven't had coffee his yet. His mind is gearing up for that coffee and that yeah, caffeine. Yeah, I am. He becomes I am. This different person. It's almost like I don't want to say demonic, split but split personality. Control. I can't control my split personality. You don't know anything Remember that about Untouchable force. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Gotta be an 80s child. Hey. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yes, we Say have oops, Bobby upside the Bendito <laughs> Barrera and his lovely, beautiful wife, support system, Sherry. They're both here. Right. And Bobby is sharing his story, and he's been sort of uh, talking about his daughter and, and just how, you know, she has been a leader unbeknownst to anybody just through her actions of... But let's talk about, because you've been on the show before, there's like, if you have not heard the podcast, there's a podcast, a three-part podcast series with Bobby Bendito, actually his wife Sherry, and her testimony of how they um, met and just all the different challenges, and that's where we first came to know about your testimony. So let's real quick, uh, in the next 30 seconds, talk a little bit about where you all started and how God is blessing you in 2020. Well, yeah, so we met at 11 and 12, and, you know, now... Years old. Yeah, 11 and 12 years old, had our first kid at 14 and 15. Um, 
So we have been through all of it. Y'all were living in the South then, right? Saginaw. Okay. Yeah, born, yeah, born, born and raised in Saginaw, Michigan. Yeah, all right. But yeah, we, you know, we, we, we had kids, and we, but unfortunately, I was I was tied up in the streets, you know, uh, with the hustling and, and, and the violence and gangs and all that. But, um, so as years passed on, we moved we moved to Grand Rapids back in 2010, man. And, uh, a lot of things have happened since then. You know, I overcame an addiction. My wife is dealing with a uh, kidney kidney failure. They diagnosed her with end stage renal disease, but actually, it was the beginning of our life. It was the beginning of our wow. life. Come on. right there. Um, God flipped things around for us, man, and here we are today. Praise, Praise God. Lord. Praise God. So, you were talking about how your daughter, she's at this Ivy League school, but her work ethic has really impressed upon you by the Spirit of God yes. that you need to up your game. Mm-hmm. And so what has been happening? What doors have opened since you took that frame of mind? Man, I, uh, so with the music ministry, uh, I've been uh, Make it out to Chad Cashman. Um, yeah, God, uh, tell me, you know, just get busy, you know, what you do. I'm gonna bless it, but you have to give me something to bless. So I, I you know, I started, you know, trying to shed these old habits of, of procrastinating and starting yeah. things without finishing them. So I've been working hard with, with this music, and God blessed me, and uh, He's been opening up doors. Um, there's actually a ministry down in down in Texas. Um, Jesus lives in my city. Mm-hmm. We, we linked up, and um, man, since then. Uh, Got on my first plane, you know, like I never been on a plane before. I never actually wanted to. Wait, wait, wait. How did they hear about you? How did um, how did that connection come about? So online, you know, through through social media and listening to music, they actually did a, a contest, like a, a challenge, mm-hmm. to record a verse and put it on a song. And um, I didn't. I won third place. I didn't win first place, but they reached out to me afterwards. Wow. Um, some solid brothers in Christ, man. They reached out to me and. Um, so their music ministry is, is just basically getting off the ground. The ministry is established as a whole, but the music part of the ministry, they invited me in to lock arms with them, and man, all kind of doors have been opening up. Like wow. I said, I went down to Texas, to San Antonio last month, me and my daughter. Um, we got flew down there, my first time ever on a plane. And just that in itself was a huge blessing and experience that I know was only made possible by God. Right. And see, with that, people... <laughs> Even after all these years, and you know, there's a, a verse that says your latter days shall be greater than your former. And you are now, like you said, going into the new beginning, the second half of what God has for you and your family. And first time on a plane, here you are, dry, flying down with your daughter, and they pay for that? Yes. And you get down there, and you, is it a, like a concert? Because Yeah, it was huge. What's even more telling is because you, even though you didn't place first, God saw favor yeah. in your third place winning. So that was a concert of how many other acts? There was a lot of acts there. Um, but the, the people, though, it was, it was like thousands. Like the, the, wow. I, never, I never ministered in front of a crowd like that before. It was, it was amazing. Wow. We, we should probably talk about that experience because you're going from, you know, smaller venues and now bigger, and God is just opening up doors. Thank you, God. Moving in. Bobby, folks, you don't want to miss the rest of the story on Ignite Radio this afternoon. Keep listening on 102.5 FM. We'll be right back after this. There you go. Follow right behind him. That's a good song, Doc. Oh, me is gone. Never gonna find him. Stuck yeah. in the ways you can follow right behind him. 
That's, that's Bobby Ben. Like, that's Bobby Bendino. I love it. I love it. My father is it our father. Or my father. He my father. He's my father. He's my father. It's a good song, uh-uh. man. He my father. He, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was actually like one of the first songs I wrote. Love. I mean, that inspired. Song. What really? Yeah, yeah. When how, I, how old is that song now? Um, two. Two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. Two years, yeah. It's just a baby. It's a good song, man. Yeah, thanks. I love it. Give me your um, perspective on um, what's going on out there as far as like. Um, What's the Lord telling you about this new this generation that you gotta reach? Man, it's a it's a it's a big mission that um, about exposing truth, you know, exposing truth and using the things that I've been through um, in detail. Though, like sometimes we like to vaguely share our testimony, but right. there's so many testimonies inside of testimonies that me and my family have been through, and God is um He's saying uh. To reach, to reach the lost, obviously, but, you know, sometimes we get caught up in, as we're saved and we're caught into ministry of um, rubbing shoulders with other saved folks, you know, and sometimes um, that takes away from the mission and God has really been putting that on me to to, to reach the lost um, and not do so much of, uh, I don't know, like gathering all together is one thing, of course, obviously, you know, that's important, but believe if I'm surrounded by nothing but saved people, yeah. how many people am I actually reaching? Right, mm, right, right. Good. You know, it's kind of unique that God's kind of forced the church out of the walls this year. Yes, he did. Kind of pushing us out, isn't it? Yep. And we just run and try to get right back in. Hmm. Rather than really listening to God and just saying, why don't we just hang out and keep reaching the loss out of these walls? Yeah. You know what I'm learning? I'm learning that people are scared and the church is biblically illiterate and the church wants to tell their story, not his. How you mean? His story is the gospel truth. His story tells me that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. Mm -hmm. His story tells me that he can heal me from my brokenness and no one else can. Church story says, hey, let's go get a good feeling on Sunday and don't tell me how bad I am but just make me feel good. And not and being a Christian is not always about feeling good. It's about having joy and peace in your life and suffering for righteousness sake. See, if our Lord suffer, we're gonna suffer. But we try to live, we, 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 we live a pain, we try to live pain-free lives and we try to live these lives all the time and saying, Oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, it's going to be wonderful. No, there's nothing wonderful about the Christian life except that Jesus saved me. The Christian life is a, is a painful life. If Jesus was painful, why is not yours going to be? I'm getting down to something here. See, Christianity in the U.S. is Cadillac Christianity. But go into a different third world country where it's real. Where you'll die if you say I'm a Christian. Come on now, you see what I'm saying? See, we live, we, we, we're not confronted the way the other world is confronted. That's what, that's what mind boggles me right now. And the more I think about it, the more I see, Paul says I wanna know Christ in his what? Sufferings. So what is that saying? You really wanna suffer for Jesus? The Bible says blessed are those who are what? Persecuted for what? Righteousness. Righteousness. You wanna be blessed? You want to be blessed? Then be persecuted for his sake. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, one of these great theologians, uh, made a decision to go 
into suffering and leave the collegiate life, the collegiate comfortable life. That's deep to me. Jesus is the prime example because he left his heavenly throne to come into this world to suffer for us. Isn't that deep? So then what is he saying? He's saying, now if I suffer for you, I want you to go walk and suffer with your brother. That's called loving one another. Now I'm going here for a second, right? Because are we? sometimes we're always around people who always want to just what? Feel good. But not really join them in their what? Suffering. And that's why I see, I see more people suffering. I see more young people hurting today and wanting to hear what you said is truth. They need truth. They want truth, right? Well, why don't we give them, Jesus says, I am the what? The way and the truth. But we give them ourselves rather than give them Jesus. I'm just trying, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere with you, man. I'm going somewhere. That's why I'm a little. That's why I'm just a little, a little bit uh, uh, quiet for a minute here because the Lord's really put. He's been really saying to me today's real. Like today, He just told me, "Will you speak my truth today? Just speak my truth, and let the people know that I love them. Let the people know I'm there for them. Let the people know that Jesus Christ is real and alive. Let the people know that I'm here to bring them into salvation. Yes. Why are you holding on to this world? We'll be back after this. This is Jericho Night Night Radio. Yeah, we're back. This is Jericho Night Night Radio. <laughs> Just waiting for Chad to give me the signal. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, we were having a really good conversation during the break. And, um, you know, folks, we do have a podcast. And Chad's going to come on later and tell you how, how you can get to our podcast to hear even some of the things we say through the break. But it was interesting as we were talking during the break on just the what people don't realize is let me just say let me just say this it's 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 um, expectation and the other one the other word is um, perception mm-hmm. and a lot of people have a perception of people when you sometimes see a person giving their testimonies or giving their their stories about or being a witness for Jesus and. And just sharing their story and how God became real in their life and sharing their journey with God. Um, but sometimes people don't know the full story. Yeah. And you don't know the, the ins and outs and the pain and the hurt and the suffering. And the years and the anguish it took to get where people are. And sometimes people, they'll tell you even during those times, they probably even lost hope. And then all of a sudden became the footprints in the sand. There's only one set of footprints. Yeah. And her Lord, you weren't even there. Lord Olson said, no, I was carrying you. Right. <laughs> you lost hope. I carried you. Isn't that deep? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Bobby, people don't know the full gamut of your story. And they don't know the, 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 you know, the severity of the hurts and the pains and the and the long sufferings you've been through to become where you are. And even God's not done with you at taking, wherever he's going to take you, he's going to take you. We don't even know that there's more suffering coming in our lives. Sometimes we, sometimes we think it's over. Like, no, it's not over. The question is, who's the center of your suffering? It, it, come on, this is deep, right? This is real stuff. You know, we can't escape suffering, but we know God will be there for us in our what? In our sufferings. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, here God is succeeding you. God is even putting your daughter in your life. Your daughter is becoming part of your ministry, it seems. Yes. 
And it's like, wow, look at God engrafting her in. And um, I mean, what does that just say to you? I mean, when you see that Man, happening, it's, it's it's the best feeling ever to to know for how many years you know I I had the the right um, I had the right motives as far as the you know loving my kids, but I was I was going about it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Sure, I was choosing sure. the wrong option. So like leading them in, in in all the wrong ways, all them years to now seeing that being fully submitted to God and, and, and my daughter being on the worship team at, 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 the, at the church where we go to yeah. and now starting to write her own songs and, and being part of my songs and she pretty much goes to every outreach when able you know that I go to yeah. and she's there and she I, I let her open up for me and she opens up with, with worship and Come on. it's just amazing to, to see um, to see the heart that she has for God and to know that okay now I'm being a uh, example that's that's worth you know something that's worthy you know something that's rewarding not only for me and my family but for other families for other fathers who may have broken relationships with their kids or, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be it's god is repairing because there was a time when me and my daughter would would bump heads or she would see the decisions that i was making and she would say man she even told me one time like i i kind of was disappointed like i lost hope oh, in wow. you because you would say you're going to do one thing and then you would do another. Right, right, right. But now to be experiencing this together and to be witnessing the goodness of God and, and feeling a sense of victory in our lives, even though it's not always the case. Okay. But I'm going to stop you real quick. You said experiencing the goodness of God. Let's drop anchor there for a minute. One of the things, and you know, I want you to elaborate on this when you can, in case you can jump in if you want. One of the things that parents do is you deny your kids the experience of God. Meaning what? You, you when, when, when you hide the pains of life from your children, and then all of a sudden God comes through, and he says, he, God comes through and saves the day, saves the year, whatever. Then they're like, well, what was that? But because you denied them the what? The pain. My wife said something to me a long time ago. She said, why do you, why do you not tell me some things that go on in the household? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what do you mean? Give me another minute, Chad. Um, and she said, and she said uh, I said, well, because I just don't want you to deal with the pain of it. And she said this, when you deny me the pain, how can I celebrate God? That's good. Mm. And then now you affect my faith from growing. Mm. So I can't celebrate God with you, honey. And you wonder why sometimes we're divided? Mm. She says, either you're going to walk a faith alone or you're going to help let me walk with you. You see, that's, that's right together. there. Yeah, that's, Get, that's real. But we're afraid to experience and to show, show our vulnerabilities. We're we're afraid to show those the, the weaknesses of our lives. Your children need to see your weaknesses. Yeah, and they need to see God's that's power. Yeah. Let them see God's power in your weakness. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, come on. You hear what I'm saying? That's scripture. Yeah. So y'all respond to that. You know, after we get back, <laughs> is that cool? Hold that thought. <laughs> hold that thought. Hold it. Hold. Hold on now. All right. All right. We'll be back after this. This is Jared Pitt at Ignite Radio on one hundred two point five FM. The ride. Yeah, we're back. Jared Pippen here on Ignite Radio. I can't even say it today. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the coffee. I don't know. I Maybe it's got me talked. I'm knowing stuff. I know. I but, knows but, this. Well, I'm glad you knows this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, we have... Um, Touch him, Lord. <laughs> I guess again. <laughs> we 
have none other than the dynamic, <sighs> God-fearing couple of the Barreras with Bobby Bendito and his wife Sherry. Okay. Here. Now, before we before we took a break, we were talking about mm-hmm. um, just in general how a, a wife, how or just in general how we can hide. From our family members in general. Yes. We can hide pain and suffering and deny them God's glory. Deny them their experiencing God. Which a lot of kids are facing today because parents won't parents won't let the kids join in and say, Hey, we don't have enough money for Christmas. Everybody starts to pray. Or we don't we're suffering we're hurting right now, kids. Matter of fact, we may lose the house. We're not sure. See, but when you pray as a family and then pray about these things, then everyone can experience God move together. You know what I'm saying, right? Well, Chris has something really important to share with us. Who? Who's Chris? I'm not Chris. <laughs> Sherry. Sherry. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Sherry has something. <laughs> Sherry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sherry has something to share with us real quick in regards. My brother's name, though. Oh, your <laughs> brother? Well, he, oh, there he is, right behind you. He's going <laughs> to. Hey, Chris, come on in. No, uh, Sherry's going to share with us in regards to this. Yeah. And um, because there's something that happened when you were sick. And share with us what was going on there, because on how on how you're going through all this, but then all of a sudden, bang, share. Yeah, it was. Um, I was in the hospital three and a half years ago. Yes. And um, I was fighting for my life. My kidneys were failing, and I was going to die. You know. And God came to me, and I had to open up and release some things that I had you know I was like should I keep these I'm gonna die you know like should I keep these secrets and these things in my life you know for my family like I have to tell somebody you know I have to tell them and I ended up telling them um quite a bit of things that I kept secret for my whole life and after I was able to tell them I felt freedom I felt I felt like that's what I've been suffering from my whole life that I needed to get out and I needed to release it. And it's part of my testimony now that, you know, I'm writing a book about it and it's just, I feel so much freedom from, from, it was like I was set free. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm alive now from just getting rid of all of that that I kept, you know, hidden in my life. You just kept my, it repressed. Yes, or, yeah. my kids and my husband. Bobby, when she when she when she came out and started telling you these things, what was what happened with you? I mean, when she came out and started confessing or just really giving all this secret stuff she had inside, of pain and hurt and well, it fear. Was, it was it was a it was a mixed it was a mixed uh it was, they were mixed feelings. I was I was I was you know trying to comfort her at the same time, but at the same time, like man, it was kind of everything was happening so fast at that time. But the thing that kept me comforted, though, is I, I knew it was God. I knew God was working through this whole situation and that, you know, because she told me, well, God told me I had to tell you these things. So it was like something broke, something broke in the atmosphere, something broke in our house, something broke in the whole situation. Wow. And she started to tell me these things. And it also hurt me in a way that all these years, I didn't know that some of these things, you know, happened in her life, you know, when she was younger. And it kind of, 
I was kind of convicted in a way of, of uh, you know, certain times, certain ways, right. certain seasons of my life when I wasn't the man that that I was supposed to be. You know, like I was. It, it kind of made me feel like, man, I didn't know you were dealing with all this and holding in all this pain. And man, looking back, you know, like should I have treated you certain ways at certain times? I don't know. It was it was a it was a bunch of things right. on at the same time. But I knew that it was. Um, I had a sense of, of healing though. Like I had a sense of something opened up that was going to be beneficial to not only us but our kids and our family as a whole. Wow. You know, when we get back, share with share with us because you did this. What made it very real for your kids? In other words, where they truly said, "We saw God." Can you come? Can you, can you do that with us? Can you share that with us? All right, we'll be back after this. J.R. Pittman Night Radio on 102.5. The Ride. Come on. Yeah, we're back. J.R. Pittman here on United Radio. And our guest this evening is... The ba- I, was, I want to say the, the Benditos. Bit, the bit, the bit. <laughs> <laughs> the Barreras. Bobby Bendito is his stage name. And <coughs> Sherry are here with us um, just sharing and giving testimony and just talking about the goodness of the Lord. And sometimes we don't talk about that or yeah. we don't uh, explain or people look at things one way and not realize that there is a, a struggle behind the story. There's a testimony right, right, that draws right. people in and just being able to reflect on that um, is what we've been talking about. And and, and that's the, the beauty here in, in regards to all that. You know, we, we, we left off with the question to saying, okay, by experiencing God, Sometimes we can deny our children mm-hmm. to experience God and not and to cover up the pain of yeah. life, the struggles of life. But your kids have been, they've seen the struggles. They've seen dad in his worst case scenarios, right? Um, but here, can you choose, can you find a, can you find a, a time in your children's lives where they actually had the aha moment with God? The experience with God say, wow, he is, okay, yeah, we believe, we believe. Yeah, I mean, there's pretty much this whole last two years, as, as my kids seen me in the middle, um, being in that valley, oh, that see. valley when we were homeless, come on, and they seen me that it wasn't an act. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't turn back to my old ways, even though we got evicted, and even though we didn't have no transportation, and even though their mom was going through what she was going through, by me not, they seen me turn away that old lifestyle. They seen me, me change my ways and they knew right there, like, okay, they seen that God had my attention, which in turn began to get their attention. And then it was like, everything just, everything just began to unfold for us, you know? And when kids can see their parents are authentic and real. Yeah. See, that's what kids want to know. Are my parents what? Real. real. Mm-hmm. They want to know, they don't want to know, they don't want to see fake or mask. They want to see authenticity from their parents. Yeah. And they want to see you be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's the deep part. Because even though kids look at us, look at us and they think they're, we're, we're the superheroes, <laughs> sometimes we have our kryptonites. Yeah. You know, yeah, our, 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 our krypton moments. You know, and we got to make that real to our kids. And speaking of kid, you got one right now that's following you in ministry. Yes, yes. And she's, she's an Ivy Leaguer. 
She's in. Oh, this is oh, this is a different one. Yeah, this is. Different. Okay, okay. So we got one in Ivy League school, and you got the other one following you in ministry. Great Lord. Yep. So here we go. Okay, so the one following you in ministry, she actually did a uh, song with you. Yes, yes, yep. My daughter Sierra, she's actually been singing man since she was like seven, um, but you know she released some of her own music. But now, as as she's grown into her relationship with the Lord. She's on the worship team and come on, Sierra. Come on. She so has a she's, beautiful voice too. Yeah, so I put her. I uh, I wrote some songs and, and she's right there with me um, on some of the songs that I'm releasing. And yeah, this new song that I got is is, is it's been a blessing to our family and to a lot of other people. Well, what's the name of the song? Because we're going to play it right now. Um, the name of the song is called "Plan for Me," which features my daughter Sierra, and it's it's a song basically um, of just talking about God's promises, of living out his promises, um, just getting that revelation and that aha moment, like, man, like God really has something for us, and we just we just put it to a beat, and man, it turned out it turned out good. All right, folks, here you heard it first on Ignite Radio. Ooh-oh. This is Pray For Me. Plan For Plan Me. Plan For Me. <laughs> there goes that coffee. <laughs> So you say you got a plan, don't no one understand it And you know it's gonna work simply cause you the one who planned it What, what, let me tell you all about this God that I am serving Let, let, let me tell you all about this God who really working He the master of creation, the ruler of the nations Got time inside his hand, he said just have a little patience But we stubborn as a dodo, and you already know though The father he delivered me and he blessed me with a Yeah, it's going to be big out there for you. This is going to be a good year coming up. Trust me. Trust God. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It will be. And, um, uh, I mean, I got a lot of, I really, I mean, a lot of people don't know. I'm I'm, I'm really a prophetic guy. I mean, I really like to, I go into the prophetic sometimes. Do you really? The Holy Spirit just starts moving. Look out. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You know, I had the gift when I was young and, school and I didn't realize how much I was using it to encourage kids. Oh good. My peers mm-hmm. back in the day. And it's amazing. But God began to use that and then all of a sudden then all of a sudden, you know, you grow and you mature in the Lord and say, Oh, I got that gift. <laughs> You're like, oh that's what that is. That's what that is. <laughs> so there you have there you have it. But yes. it, it's been nice to have uh Bobby and his wife uh yeah. Sherry, thank you very much for being here today. Um, they I don't. I know. Gifts. They did. I got. I'm wearing a beautiful bracelet. His wife does. His wife. Uh, you, you you make your own bracelets and you got your own jewelry thing you're going right now. Tell tell us a little quickly about that, about your own jewelry stuff you got going on. Yes. Um. I just started making jewelry. Um. I wanted it to be, um, something to to give to the Lord. Like you know. Yeah. That something different. So I made a jewelry line. It's called Scripture New. And each piece of jewelry will come with a scripture, you know, so that you can have that in your mind. Oh, yeah. That's what I want people to do. Like, have have him on their mind. Each piece of uh, jewelry will come with, like, a different scripture. Will you, when you get all set up, will you please send us a link so we can put it on our Facebook page? Yes. We would, love, we would love to support you in that and uh, you. get your word out there for you. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. All right, Keisha, you got one more thing you want to talk with Bobby about before I uh, get my pastoral moment here. Yeah, and it, it all started in the beginning of the show before we actually came on. We were talking about, um, and Bobby was sharing about being a foreigner and just the conversation just sort of 
uh, went from one level to the next level into another level. But let's talk about that because you were talking about um, either a, a message that you heard at church and how it all relates to what you went through and where you are today. Yes, yes. So, so this morning, the message um, from one of our pastors um, was about Jesus when he healed the ten lepers and how the nine of them, you know, they they just kept going. They they got their healing and went, but the one who came back and uh, the one who came back was a, was a foreigner, you know, a Samaritan. And so the whole message just was was powerful, and I started, you know, to to get a revelation from God about how we too. We're foreigners, yeah. you know, as far as foreigners to the kingdom of God. And, you know, that's just something that I, that I want to share with people is that, um, you know, you may feel like a foreigner to, to the kingdom of God. You may feel like you don't, you don't speak the language, you don't, yeah. you don't walk the walk, or you don't, you know, you're not, you, you can't comprehend the things that are, that, are, that are kingdom related, but we too were, me and my wife, our family, I was, I was as much of a foreigner to the kingdom of God as you probably could be with the lifestyle that I was tied up in. But mm -hmm. to be able to be a part of that now and to understand that it was all part of God's plan for me to experience the things when I was out there in that, in that wilderness, you know, yeah. to say it's, it's just, it's amazing to, to be a part of, of what God is doing now and understand that I was looking at it the wrong way the whole time. Yeah. You know, from the outside looking in, it looked confusing. It right. Looked, it looked challenging and, and it looked. Don't nobody uh, want to do all that. Yeah, it, it mm -hmm. was foreign. It literally was a foreign land to me looking at Christians. You right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now it's like, it's the best thing that ever happened to us, though. Like, literally, the best thing that's ever happened to us. Yeah, because you were talking about how we, we get to a certain point, but we don't come back and share. You know, even tying it into when Sherry was in the hospital and she didn't really want to share, and she was the one who was most grounded. Yeah. But then was able to just get some things off, and that just bridged that gap. Yeah. And and people were like, oh, so the light bulb went off. Yeah. And as it is with us, when we get to a place where we're like, you know what, I got to tell my testimony. I got to tell somebody about what I've gone through, so that they won't think that it doesn't apply to them. And you've had testimony after testimony after testimony, and God ain't through with y'all yet. Because I'm telling you, you think just what you've experienced this in 2020, you continue to stay faithful, both of you. And we already know your healing is on the way. We already know that God is opening up so many doors for both of you. You have a ministry, and even with your book that is being in the process of being written, and even if your children and you know that connection that they have. To what you two have done and continue to do. So I don't know where that came from. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say. Well, it's really interesting. Uh, we do have a, a listener who text who uh, texted us and uh, said that hey, he's not an easy brother to please on this hip hop stuff, and uh, you have pleased him today. Oh wow! Your music and everything. So he's congratulating you, and that goes out to Levi. Levi, thank you very much. Levi. So it's all good. Yeah, man. All right. All right, reaching That's people awesome. out there. Hey, um, I want to say thank you, and yes. it's been Absolutely. a blessing having you on the show. Always have, always a blessing having your wife here. Um, she br she brought tidings of great joy, and <laughs> yeah, it's really great. Isn't it? And um, I know Keisha brings the temperature to take our temperature, and then uh, you know what that was here. Oh, it was okay. I thought you brought that temperature. I was like, you no. take the temperatures in here, make sure we all COVID free. <laughs> it's all good. But hey, it's good to have you here. 
And uh, God bless you. And uh, have a safe trip next week. Uh, where are you going? Um, we're going down to Texas. Jesus right. Jam Fest, me and my daughter Sierra, yeah, we'll be flying out on Thursday morning, man, for a two-day event down here in New nice. Hills. And Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, God is good. All right, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay spirit-filled. And we will be having information about how to reach out to um, Bendito and his daughter and right. other kind of stuff on our Facebook page. So Look out. We're watching. We're watching. Hey, I'll be back with my pastoral moment. This is Pastor J.R. Pittman on Ignite Radio on 102.5 FM. The The Ride. ride. Yeah, I'm back. Jared Pippen here on Ignite Radio. Thanks for hanging out with us this afternoon. It's a wonderful show. I want to thank my guests, Bobby and his wife, Sherry, being here. Powerful, powerful time. And may the Lord be with them as they are going out and doing God's business, God's purposes. So here's the deal. Um, I'm going to give you this psalm stands out to me. It's been standing out to me for a while, and I even gave it to my church this morning. I'm going to give it to you. Psalms 100. It's pretty interesting. Psalms 100, verse 4. Just one verse. One verse. It says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Look at it. Because what? Thanksgiving, right? Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people, when we read God's scripture, we don't know how to sometimes rightly divide the word of God. That means God's word speaks in ways we may not know what that word really means. That means you have to use the Greek, you have to use the, the Strong's Greek, Hebrew, all that stuff, right? Well, let me help you out here. In Psalms 100, this is really kind of going to, it's going to kind of fit for where we are today as the body of Christ. It says, enter his gates. Okay, gates. Gates, really? But if you go above that, it says, we are the people, the sheep of his pasture. So God's the shepherd, we are the sheep. Enter his gates. There it is. So we enter the gates, and we're entering together. Now keep in mind, we're entering together. Enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Now that word thanksgiving is what it means, okay? But here it is. It means liturgical worship or liturgical song, meaning that we enter into a public forum, a public arena together. So we all enter into his gates together, there it is, with what? Thanksgiving. We're coming in together in his courts of with praise. Courts is basically intimate. It's an intimate area and praise means what it was. Watch this. Praise means what? It means just uh, 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 songs of praise. All right. But here we go. Watch, here's the next one. It says, give thanks to him and praise in his name. So that last word, thanks, give thanks to him. These are three words I want you to concentrate on. Thanksgiving, praise, and then thanks again. Thanks does not mean what you think it means. It means, ready? It means confession. Confession. Give confession to him. Give thanks to him and praise to his name. One of the things that we must do more of is when we come together publicly, when we come together as an assembly, we need to confess. Okay? One of the things that I've seen in the church during this pandemic time, I think God has exposed some real key things in us. Number one, idolatry. A lot of us don't realize that, but idolatry has been exposed through pandemic. TV, movies, you name it, right? Watch this. When God called us to be more intimate in Him, some of us put our flag or patriotism above of God. Some of us put our cars or whatever, our jobs, our security, our, watch this, watch this, watch this, our bank accounts, money. All those things we worried about, we put ahead of God because God says, cast your what? Cares unto me. Did we? 
or do we try to fight for something else? I want you to really think about this. Here's another thing I think God exposed something in the body. We are not unified. No, we're not. You know why? Because a lot of white people are on one side and all the people of color on the other. How can that happen in the body of Christ? When it says, I saw all tribes of every nation come on in Revelation. It's not being right or wrong. You know what it is? It's about being unified and having peace and letting God show his glory in each and every one of us. Racism is at the heart of the church. It's sad, but it's true. Here's the last thing I think God has exposed in us. Are you ready? I'm not so sure I'm ready to even say it. <laughs> but it's worship. It's worship. It's being in his presence. Are you getting in God's presence for yourself? Are you learning what that means? Are you getting in God's presence with your children? Are you knowing what it really means to abide in Him and Him abide in you? Do you really know what that means? I think God has made it clear to a lot of us that we're really insecure without Him. Do you know Jesus? I hope you do. Because during this time of pandemic, I think when we come together, we need to exercise those three words I just shared with you today out of Psalms 100. If you exercise them privately, let's be ready to come back together publicly to do what is right. This is J.R. Pittman. See you next week.